welcome to Awaken Podcast. I hope you enjoy the teaching. Today we're going to have an opportunity to hear from some of the people that call Awaken home. Um, and I'll share a little bit and then I'll invite them to come and share a little bit about the ways in which they have found God to be faithful in our midst. Uh, if you've been around Awaken long enough, you've probably heard bits and pieces of this story, but I want to just give you a little bit of background and context as to why you're here. Uh, Ten and a half years ago, I sat under a tree, uh, a maple tree, like some of these ones you're sitting under now. It was a bit more colorful then, and uh, I remember sitting on the shore of Lake Malax, and I asked God this question, and the question was, um, God, do you want me to plant a church? And I, w- I guess I wasn't expecting the answer that I got, but the answer that I heard was, what do you want? Uh and so it began a process in, in me uh, and for me where I began to wrestle with the questions of, um, could I plant a church? Is this something that I would enjoy? Is, am I gifted to do this? Uh, God, would you be faithful in the midst of that? If you've ever done something that you um, maybe stepped out in faith in life, uh, that comes with all kinds of feelings, um, certainly fear and anticipation, uh, a little bit of anxiety for me. And I wondered, um, God, would you be faithful in the midst of this if we did this? I was, uh, I was on staff at a church uh, in Burnsville. I was, I was uh, being paid as much as I had ever been paid as a pastor. My life was pretty comfortable. Uh, I was an associate pastor and potentially the, the next lead pastor of a pretty large church down there. And uh, I could have stayed there and, you know, um, rode that out for as long as, as, long as I wanted uh, and yet there was this question sort of nagging me and uh, that I couldn't, couldn't run from. Uh, and that was, God, uh, might you do something in a new community uh, that I might be involved in? And so we began dreaming about this church. And uh, that weekend when I was on uh, the shore of Mille Lacs, I remember saying in response to God, uh, I wanted to do something that would cause me, would sort of force me to live by faith that would push me out of my comfort zone, that would ask of me and my family and uh, where Laura and I would sort of model to our kids in our house like what it would look like to live uh, by faith and where if God wasn't present, uh, this wouldn't work. And so that uh, this awaken was a bit of an inciting incident for me where uh, it, was, it was the doorway through which the protagonist can never return, Don Miller says. And so we took a step of faith and we started this little community called Awaken. And Right up on top of the bluffs behind you, about 30 of us met in a park, and we started praying. We started dreaming about what would it look like for God to um, join us and for us to join God in this this adventure of starting a new church. And we, uh, I I think I still have pictures on my phone of the prayers that people wrote in the park that day about what kind of church we might want to be and what it would look like to be a part of that. What were the the hopes and the dreams uh, for this community? And that was about nine years ago, uh, July 11th, the day after my anniversary, we started this church. Uh, And so we have gathered every year since then uh, on a day close to the day we started to sort of celebrate the birthday of this church, uh, which is in part just to get outside and to do something different. But more more importantly and, and deeper than that, it's to stop and to pause and take time to remember the ways in which God has been faithful the ways in which we have seen God at work in our community, uh, the ways in which we have stepped out in faith and found God to be faithful and trustworthy. Um, In the book of Samuel, uh, there's this story in 1 Samuel chapter 7 
where the Israelites are in a battle with uh, any number of people uh, that they were in a battle with in the Old Testament. And they, uh, they sort of cry out to God in this moment and find God to be faithful to them. And in 1 Samuel 7, verse 12, it says this, Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen, and he named it Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. Uh, if you've ever sung the song, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, there's a line in there that it says, Here I raise my Ebenezer. Uh, and an Ebenezer in the Old Testament was just a big pile of rocks that they would gather in a place where they experienced the divine, where they saw God at work, where they found God to be faithful, so that they could remember and look back and say, do you remember that place where we experienced this thing or that thing or where God did this or did that? And so here I raise my Ebenezer. And so I've asked four people uh, from Awaken if they would add sort of their stones to this pile that we're making um, where we can look back on and say, do you remember or let's celebrate, let's not forget those places and those ways in which God has been faithful. So uh, my friends Vanessa and Andy and Michaela and Claudette are going to come and share. And I'll ask Vanessa if you want to make your way up here first. Um, if you would, give them a, a round of welcome and applause. They're... Uh, Um, like Micah said, my name is Vanessa, and I'm brand new to Awaken, so I haven't met most of you, so hi. Um, even if this is our first time meeting, I hope it's not our last. Um, I'll just start by saying, like Micah said, if God was not in this, it wouldn't work. My story doesn't talk about God a lot, but he is the energy, the life force behind everything that I've experienced since I've transitioned to Awaken. My family and I transitioned recently, very, very recently, from a church that we've been a part of for over 10 years. It's a church that my husband, Andrew, and I actually helped to start and where I've been on staff for eight years. So it was a big, it was a big deal to leave. Um, my husband, Andrew, and I have been involved in church together ever since we first met, first as friends, and then a couple, and then a family. But a couple of years ago, Andrew went through a really big faith transition. And we realized it was better for us to pursue faith community separately because we know that that works for a lot of people. Turns out it didn't work for us. So here's my daughter. Hi, Liliana. Um, so it didn't work for us. And we realized that we really needed to find a community that would work for both of us. And though we both realized it, I was the one who was pretty reluctant to make the change. I loved my job. Um, I loved my church community, and I was afraid of experiencing isolation and starting all over. We have a young girl and a baby on the way, and there's just not a lot of time in this phase of life to invest in building strong relationships. But God has totally blown my fears and my expectations out of the water. I was trying so hard to be positive about the impact that this would have on Andrew and on our marriage, but I never anticipated the ways that God would use this transition to bless me, um, just be really life-giving in my relationship with him and with the church. So despite how busy this season is, we feel like we are already building strong relationships, um, which has been just incredible. We've really been impacted by you, the people of Awakened, by your stories, your humor, your insight, your wholeheartedness, 
and willingness to engage us and where we're at as individuals and as a couple. Um, both Andrew and I have articulated a fear of feeling other at Awaken for different reasons for both of us, but instead we feel like we've been met with a sense of belonging, which is just better than we could have anticipated. So there are hundreds of ways that I feel like God has shown up ever since our first Sunday through you, through the people of Awaken, but I won't go into all of those because there's no time for the backstory, so I'll just tell you one that kind of features a lot of people. We went to Discover Awaken, shameless plug if you haven't gone yet, uh, one of our first few weeks at Awaken. And Micah got up and said, you know, these are our values, put up a slide on the screen. And he said, if you cut Awaken, this is what we bleed. And I was like, really? Because those seem pretty great. Like, I loved the values, but they seemed rather aspirational and a little bit too good to be true. I was coming from a church that was striving for similar values. But um, unfortunately, I had seen that just because the church planner had the values, it didn't have a trickle-down effect on the rest of the community. So there were a number of people at this class who had said that they'd been around Awaken on and off for years. And I said, can we do an all-play question? Have you guys experienced these values? Do you feel like they've been lived out within this community? And I was blown away by the answers I received. People not only didn't blow me off for my random and super time-intensive question, but person after person vulnerably shared story after story of how they had seen Awaken's stated values incarnated within the life of Awaken. Um, it was beautiful. People like teared up, and Andrew and I left, and we're like, whew, okay, maybe this is not too good to be true. This is kind of amazing. Um, so we ended up making the transition, and we're here, and I know it's not perfect, and I'm sure that in nine years, there are people here or people who are no longer here who have felt hurt. Um, and even if not, I know that there are tons of us who have felt hurt by other churches, and that's heavy. Ch doing church life is hard, but we feel like it's worth it. Andrew and I are trying to figure out how to be critically minded and think for ourselves um, without being pessimistically critical of our leaders or of one another. We are trying to figure out the responsibility of raising kids in church. We want to raise our kids in church, but we also want to mitigate any harm as much as possible. Um, there's a million things that could go wrong, but there are so many things that can go right within community. And we've experienced as individuals and as a family how life-giving community can be. And so it feels like a worthwhile endeavor um, for us as a family, for us as individuals, and for the broader community for common good. We feel like it's worth it. So we're trying not to sit back and throw stones and wait until we find the perfect church or the perfect leadership but rather we want to be invested, engaged, members of a community, helping to build it up from the beginning as best as we can. So like I said, I'm brand new. I hardly know anyone or anything. But if you have yet to get involved or engaged and you want to, I would love to connect you with whoever I can um, because my hope is that other people would experience God and experience community at Awaken in the way that we have. Thank you. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Andy Carr, and I'm going to stand on this and with this here for my other hand. Um, my wife, Claire, and I uh, have been coming to Awaken since 2013, I think. So we remember the joke joint days and 
nothing reminds me of church more than, hi Liam, that's my son over there waving. Nothing reminds me of church more than the smell of uh, stale deep fryers and old beer. So whenever I smell that, I'm like, yes, it's, it's time for church. Uh, when Micah asked me to do this, I, you know, racked my brain for what I could say and what I could talk about. Um, try and come up with something witty and profound and interesting. And I think what I landed on was just that I wanted to be vulnerable enough to share a bit of my story and hope that it registers and lands with you um, wherever you are in your journey in a way that invites you to do the same. Um, because that's been the history of me uh, at Awaken is being able to tell my full story and bear witness to other people's stories and to not have it be um, unwelcomed and brushed off as irrelevant or unimportant or touchy-feely or whatever it might feel like. So before I came to Awaken, I was working at a church for about six years, and I'm a pastor's kid too, so I've spent a lot of time in churches over the years. And um, I actually was working for a church for a minute before I moved to Minnesota, and I got fired from it, and like got fired for the glory of God kind of thing, if you read Mike Iaconelli. And I was kind of ready before I came to Awaken to just give up on church. Uh, Philip Yancey wrote a book called Church, Why Bother? And that was kind of my life mantra. I was ready to be done with it altogether. And my brother was coming to Awaken, and he said, well, why don't you just show up and occupy a, you know, a seat at the joke joint and see what happens? And I said, okay, fine, whatever. It's all going to be the same. It's all going to be the same. Nothing new under the sun. And so I came, and I sat, and I looked at my wife when we got done, and she looked at me and said, huh, church in a comedy club, huh? Well, that sounds interesting. We'll come back. We'll check this out. And as I sat week in and week out and started to get involved and started to listen and started to discern, um, I couldn't put my finger on what was different about Awaken until much later. And even now, I think the biggest thing that I, that I see God doing here in this church uh, throughout the years is um, permission to be vulnerable, permission to question, permission to bring your whole self, permission to not have all the answers, permission to be mad, permission to be sad. I know we're not supposed to be sad, Mike. I heard that. Uh, permission to be happy, to be joyful, and to be okay with that. And to really try and experience God in the ordinary things is the meaning of life and the meaning of spiritual rhythm. It's not Sunday to Sunday, it's what's in between. So I invite you, if you're new, if you've been here a long time, if you've never been here before and you're just walking around the island and you're wondering what we're all doing, um, come. Come and see. Come and experience and come and listen with us. Thanks. morning, Awaken. Um, my name is Claudette, and Micah asked me to speak, and my first impulse was to say, uh-uh, not going to do it, not going to do it. Um, and then two events came into my head that made me say, you know, maybe I should do this, maybe I need to do this, which is 
kind of where I am right now, is I just need to say these things. And there are two groups that I kind of, two items that I want to talk about. One of them is um, Uncle Jerry's funeral, and the other is Journey Group. Awaken offered a journey group, which is curriculum gathered by Open Hearts Ministry, where it starts with your childhood, kind of works through the brokenness in your life, and ends up with being restored and renewed. Um, and a few years ago, I did this, and remember feeling the spirit moving me in that direction. On the first night, we were told that we were going to be expected to say, to talk about our, our life story which really freaked me out. Um, and in my head, I thought, that's it. I'm not coming back to this group. I was afraid if they heard my whole story that it would be just too much for them. They wouldn't be able to hold it. And I guess the guilt and the shame of a life sometimes wonders. You make, it makes you wonder, are people going to accept me after they know what's really been going on. So that whole week I was determined not to go back. But in my heart I kept hearing this or feeling this strong feeling that I needed to do this. It was a sense if you don't do it now with a group of people that you trust, you may never have another chance to do it. So I came back, I told my story of feeling um, unloved as a child Fortunately, weeks later, I realized that childhood perceptions are not always accurate. Um, I talked about the abuse in high school, talked about my husband's addictions after Vietnam and the foreclosure of our house that the boys grew up in, just to name a few. To my surprise, the group didn't reject me, they didn't judge me, and they didn't feel sorry for me. I cried and hollered, and they hand me Kleenex. It was one of the most freeing experiences I've had, and to be able to say out loud the things I had never shared, even with my sister, was such an incredible gift. Before Journey Group, I felt toxic in my soul. There was awareness, the awfulness of a divorce, being a single mom, and decades of carrying all those feelings and not being able to move myself past them was my wilderness for some 20 years. After Journey Group, things started to change and the spirit was working within me. I was not able to break myself free of the toxins, but the spirits leading me to quiet places and being open to listening to it slowly began the healing process. Since Journey Group, I have found peace and healing around the divorce and John, my husband, so much so that when Jerry, my brother-in-law, passed away, I was able to go to I decided I needed to go to Idaho for the funeral. Who would have thought that someone's funeral? Oh, I lost it. Who would have thought that someone's funeral be so life-giving? But that's Jer, even working in the afterlife. Both John and I stayed at Sandy's, just to kind of get the, the names in place. John was my husband. Sandy is his oldest sister, my sister-in-law, and Jerry was Sandy's husband. So Jerry was my brother-in-law, the boys' his uncle. Um, I knew going out there, I ran the risk of getting tripped up and sending me in a spiral, but I also felt I had to go. Someone was 
saying to me, go, do this, I've got you. It was amazing, better than anything I could have imagined. John and I talked about our lives, our grandkids we have, and how he has made peace with his service in Vietnam. I left Idaho knowing John had faced his demons and now proudly wore his Vietnam hat, and I felt so happy for him. Awaken has been life-giving to me. It's a place where healing and restoration have happened through journey group, life groups, Micah's teaching, and a host of supportive people that I've come in contact with. It has been a safe place to share and to question where the spirit is alive and moving, and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Hello, I am Michaela Elzey. Um, when Micah asked if I would be willing to share, um, it was kind of overwhelming to think about all the ways that um, God has truly been faithful in my journey here at Awaken. Um, so forgive me if I have to read. I just want to make sure I remember everything. Um, so I have had the opportunity to call Awaken home um, since the very beginning. Um, I'll never forget when Micah called me and asked me if um, he could talk about a dream of a community that he had with me. Um, we were sitting on Grand Avenue at a coffee shop that now is actually anthropology. Um, but this is where Micah really first shared um, this vision that he had for this church, a church that had um, people of kind of all walks of life, whether they had never been to church, been burned by the church, had wonderful church experiences, people who were of different races, nationalities, political viewpoints, sexualities. And I remember when he was describing this type of community that I just automatically felt like I needed to be a part of this. Um, at that time, right before that, I'd actually just stepped away from another church plant that I was a part of um, that just really didn't feel life-giving to me anymore, and I didn't um, necessarily wanted to be um, kind of in a community where everybody thought the same way that I did. Um, I longed for a place where I didn't feel bound by the things that um, I was told to believe or because I worked at a Christian bookstore growing up or because I went to that Christian college. I felt like God was calling me into a community where I could stand on my own two feet, that I could explore, study, learn, and really dig deep into what God's vision of a life-giving community could be. Um, when I think back um, on the past nine-plus years of Awaken, there have been so many pivotal, life-shaping moments for me. Um, and it's just crazy to kind of look back at kind of like the timeline of God has showed up through this community every single time. Um, during the years of being single and really having all of the feelings that encompass that, um, Awaken was there to provide um, young women's groups for me, whether that be through life groups or through covenant groups, um, to really just help me, lift me, support me during that stage of my life. Um, when my parents were getting divorced and I was really struggling with being an adult and trying to process that, um, wonderful people mentored me and um, just kind of showed me what relationships could be um, instead of always comparing to the one that my parents had. 
um, exploring conversations about what it means to be a neighbor, an advocate, and to stand alongside people who are marginalized, segregated, shunned, and hated by so much of the world. I've had such wonderful experiences here at Awaken that have really um, helped me explore and discuss and shape how I live my life today. And then when I um, met my husband, Dana, again, and as we were going through our phase of dating and getting to know each other, just couples would walk alongside us and really um, befriend us and walk through us with that new season of life that we are going through. Um, and then in the last year, um, God has really um, just demonstrated once again how faithful he is, but through his people. Um, this year has been one of the challenge, most challenging years of my life. Um, last August, we miscarried our first baby, and we were devastated. Um, people rallied around us from Awaken like we couldn't even imagine. Um, then two months later to the day of that miscarriage, um, in the middle of the night, I ended up having to call 911 as my husband was coughing up blood and was rushed to Regents Hospital. Um, it was there that they said that really big, scary C word that I never imagined being 31 years old and being told that your husband has cancer. Uh, my world felt like it was crashing down, and I remember feeling like I literally could not breathe, and I felt like it was just a really horrible dream. I couldn't eat for a week. Um, through it all, um, Dana's been through four surgeries. The last one, hopefully this past Friday, um, four rounds of vigorous chemo. And honestly, I can tell you right now, we could not have done it with you all here at Awaken. Um, one thing I hadn't mentioned was um, that that time that I met Micah at the coffee shop, um, I started serving at Awaken. Um, Micah had actually been my youth pastor growing up, and I have known him and Laura and the girls um, for many years, almost over half of my life. Um, but from that time that I first started at Awaken, I was on the leadership team um, for over eight years. And last May, I just really felt I was being called into a season to um, step down as God was really um, just asking me to be poured into. That's what I kept hearing, like, I want to pour into you. I want to pour into you. Um, and little did I know, um, I'm an Enneagram 2 for all of you Enneagram fans. And I'm a helper, and I like to serve, and I like to be behind the scenes. Um, so it was incredibly hard for me in this season to really accept help. Um, and it was a season where I literally didn't know that I needed to suck up my pride and my nature to serve and instead be served. Um, the amount of people from this community that have literally rallied around myself and Dana, um, who have showed up at our doorstep, who have brought meals, who have hugged me on Sundays when I just couldn't hold back the tears, um, has been amazing and is truly our family. Um, one of my favorite authors, Shauna Nequist, says, it's the people that you call when you have a flat tire or when something terrible happens. These are your people, your middle of the night, no matter what people. And I remember one night early on in the season that there was a lot of stuff happening and I couldn't sleep. And I remember opening up my phone and there being an email from somebody here at Awaken with just some encouragement and a prayer that I'd be able to sleep. And there have been countless things like that that have happened. And what's really amazing is, um, like somebody was saying, there's been people that have come and gone from Awaken, whether that um, just be wherever life takes them across you know, the rest of the world, 
or just um, it wasn't right for them at that point in time, and those people have showed up. And um, it's just been an incredible gift. And so I want to say thank you. Thank you for being a community that it's okay to not be okay, where we may have differences in some of the things that we believe, but at the end of the day, we come together, show up, and love each other, because that's community. Thank you for being a place that lifts people up instead of tearing people down, and for the ways that everyone here looks to be closer to the well instead of trying to help build a fence. Um, because of you, my heart has been open to a better way to love, live, and I'm proud to be a part of this community. Last summer, uh, on this day, my family and I were in Australia, I'm pretty sure, and uh, we were on a sabbatical and missing you all as you were worshiping here. Um, if you remember, if you were around for that, um, there was a song that sort of became a, a theme song for me uh, in that, that experience of sabbatical, uh, and sort of our family. We sang it uh, multiple times in multiple countries along the way. And uh, we're going to sing this song next. It's called Seasons. And if you have your little programs there, I'd, I'd love for you to just look at that first verse. Um, it says, like the frost on a rose. Winter comes for us all. Oh, how nature acquaints us with the nature of patience. And like a seed in the snow, I've been buried to grow. For your promise is loyal from seed to sequoia. I think if I would say anything today, uh, I would remind us of that fact, um, that wherever you've come from today, however you show up to this event, that um, life brings seasons. That's just the way it works. And things die and things are born and things die and things are born again. And uh, I guess I would just like to remind us that um, my experience has been, and I think the experience of many um, who have shared and, and maybe who could share, is that we found this God that we find in Scripture and in Jesus to be faithful, to be uh, truly a God who is not an idea of Emmanuel, that God is with us, but that truly God has been with us along the way. Um, my greatest joys in life have been um, marrying my wife, Laura, and having our three girls, and um, being the pastor of this church. Um, so thank you. Um, thank you for giving me the joy and the honor and the privilege to walk with you. Um, this church has invited me to grow, to change, uh, to become more mature, praise the Lord, um, and to take risks uh, and to live a life of faith. Um, so thank you for the honor that, it's, that it is and it has been to be your pastor. Uh, hey, buddy. So would you join me in a word of prayer, and then I'd love to sing this song together if we could. God, this morning we take just a moment to pause and to be reminded of the ways in which you are and have been and will be faithful. God, whatever we've brought to this place this morning, whether it's joy and excitement and anticipation for where we are or disappointment or sadness, we know that somehow in your economy, everything ends up belonging. 
that while you may not be the cause of the, the pain and the death and the sadness, that you're the God who finds us, who always finds us in the midst of that, and who makes beautiful things out of things that we could have never imagined being beautiful. And so God, as, as a church, we want to just say thank you. As a group of people gathered in the name of Jesus, trying to figure out what it means to be faithful and to live into this invitation you've given, um, we're a mess. Uh, and yet, there's something beautiful that you are doing in our midst. That somehow, this body is greater than the sum of its parts, which can only be you. So God, would you do it again? Would you breathe a new breath, a fresh spirit, a new wind into our lungs? Would you do something in our day, in our time, in our families, in our community, in this city for your name your renown. God, give us courage where we need courage. Give us vision where we need vision. Give us patience where we need patience. We thank you for who you are, who you've been, and who you will be. And we pray these things in your name, by the power of your spirit. www.awakencommunity.com or on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash Awaken Community or on Twitter at Awaken Community. See you next time.